affinity for looking ridiculously foolish, it is wise not to stumble aimlessly into a fantasy football draft. And we kind of want to go global. Welcome to the Battle of the Willamette podcast with your host, CJ. Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Willamette. I am your host, CJ. And as always, we got two esteemed analysts, Bud Adjusted. What's up, fellas? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Justin? Well, I'm better than you, but it's good to hear from you. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. And you have your, your, do you have all your toes? <laughs> I did. I have all my toes. I don't know mentally how i'm feeling but i'm 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 recovering i'm 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 gonna get through it we're gonna right, get, we'll through get to it. that we'll get to yeah that. little did you know that a concern about a toe amputation was the least of your problems exactly and i thought yeah it's great uh great news on my anniversary great I, I, don't, I don't exactly know what you're talking about but we'll we'll get to some stuff that i think impacts your team but we'll get to that shortly I'm I'm waiting to hear the news. Waiting well, to hear the news. But before that, like, well, outside of fantasy football, what's been going on, guys? Like, Bud, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while, and you've been busy this summer. What's been going on? Well, you know, I've just been uh, just it's Captain Family Summer, so we uh, some whitewater rafting. Sure. We were in Idaho. Um, Beautiful. The boys, uh, the older boys, are learning TriMet. They uh, they met some stinky homeless people. Um, they, uh, they, they found out there is no air conditioning on buses. Not always. Yep. And then while the boys were out doing that and I was at work, my wife and youngest son got us a new dog. So. Okay. Yeah. So we we don't have enough going on our house. Nope. Nope. Uh, three boys, two dogs and just, you know, just, it's a lot going on. So, and then add on top of that, it's fantasy football season. You know, what could, what, uh, I can't ask for anything more. Okay, well that's uh, that's something. Well, what about you, Justin? Are you, can you even match that even close? I mean, no, not at all. But I'm curious. I'm curious what kind of dog, bud. It is a uh, it's a a wiener dog beagle mix mutt thing that we think that uh, it's long so, and short. It's long and short, and it's an interesting breed. Um, some of the specifics are that it can only shit and pee inside the house. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was, I was told that that's natural for this breed. So, right. We're, we're working on it. We're working I've on it. I've heard that before. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I too have a, uh, a doxy poo. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things that we neglected to find out before adopting this, Doxy Poo, is that the Dachshund breed is indeed the hardest dog of all dogs to potty train. So you got that going for you. Well, well, I've, it's uh, it's not. Uh, we haven't had uh, we haven't had the wet number two yet. So everything's been real firmed up when you, <laughs> well, you when you get it. So it's not it's not as it's it hasn't been a thing yet, and no one has stepped on it in bare feet. Wait, wait, I'm. Pretty so, sure, I'm pretty sure we said years ago we weren't doing any wet number two jokes on the podcast. <laughs> Damn I, it. 
I feel All like right. We, I feel like we've covered this. I'm I'm signing off. I apologize. <laughs> I I thought since we were referencing a dog, it was okay and not. Um, oh IT yeah, right. Might have been when we were referencing somebody else. At Got night. it. Got it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, so, well, hey, that's all great, guys. So, you know, what's on tap? Oh, what's on tap? Mm. Well, this picture went out. And before we get started on what's on tap, I'd like to say, is there a more popular hashtag going around Slack these days than the what's on tap? <laughs> no. Where's like, in the background? I see here. <laughs> She's trying to sneak in. <laughs> she just did the army bear crawl after she saw oh, we were on there. <laughs> That was nice. Sorry. That is the most popular hashtag for sure. I like it. Trending. So uh wait, who made that up? I'm pretty sure I did, right? Like was that yep, probably. <laughs> trademark oh. trademark CJ Chen. Probably. There's, there's there's not a lot of things in Corvallis that I that I like. Uh, <laughs> Name one thing. Well, this little brewery, Block 15, has been putting out good, good beer after good beer. Uh, and so the Fresh Flow IPA is a delicious little IPA that you can get from Block 15. Uh, maybe we'll have some over at the at the draft on Thursday. Mm, um, I like one of those. Yeah, I think What's on Tap is going to actually sponsor a little cooler of just uh, various brews. Well, maybe, they can, maybe they can sponsor the first 15 minute break. That's, oh yeah. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Let's cash in. Let's get this thing paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Fresh yep. love. Go get some gentlemen. I'm sure he got me would like someone to pay for this. The amount of money he's invested. In <laughs> <laughs> Did we, do we know? Or, uh, there hasn't really been any rumors. Last last time we got some pictures, some little uh, sneak peeks. I don't. I haven't heard much out of the He Got Me camp on uh, on on little surprises or anything that we well, could potentially see at the draft. Yeah, I mean, all I all I'll say about that is like, hey, you know, he and I have talked. We we've you know coordinated at least like, hey, we at least need a certain. Like we're using all three TVs. We need a working space for everybody things like that, like just the bare minimum so that people can actually do their, you know, can actually do their draft with their mm -hmm. computers and stuff. So other than that, I'm not sure. He seems to be pretty tight-lipped about it. So I'm sure it'll be awesome. Either way, it'll be great because, you know, he's, you know, that, I think the cool thing is that he might actually be there and that, you know, so that'll be a lot of fun for everyone to see him and get to hang out with him a little bit, you know, since we haven't seen him in so long. Hey, I like the I like the business like approach because uh, it is always when we all get together. It's kind of a you know it's a it's it's a laugh fest and a shit show from the beginning. But the draft is always a little bit different. People come in, people come in a little more polished. Uh, you know, they haven't cracked as many beers. Right. Um, you know, at least you get got to get through the second, third, fourth round, and then it starts to lighten up a little bit. But there's a lot of mean mugging and 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 staring and uh, just a different, just oh, a different feel, a different vibe altogether at the oh, beginning yeah. of the draft. There's a, there's a there's a few fantasy pro magazines that have been wrung tight and dog-eared this week that uh, somebody's not going to make any smiley faces. It's going to be it's going to be a real tough bro hug. Then just let me focus on getting my draft done. So let's let's look at what we're going to talk about. So 
here's the agenda. You guys, you guys are ready for this, right? Probably the first time you're hearing this. So, so we're going to talk about fantasy news impacting the league, and there's a lot. What? what? Okay. Yeah, there's some, there's a few things you're going to be really surprised by, but I don't. <laughs> so. Then, I'm 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 looking forward to the news and notes of this podcast. Yeah, so. no, that'll be good. And then we're gonna talk about kind of the what do you think are the best and worst off seasons that people had, right? So that's something. And then who do you think will win each division? That's something. That's kind of fun. And then the reaction to the final power rankings and what were three things that you guys think about or whatever. And then we're gonna talk about the draft, what to expect, you know, kind of rules, stuff like that. You know, kind of all that kind of stuff. So. Let's get into fantasy news. Let's just get into it. See how some of stuff. So this is the big news. This shocked the world. But when Avery Williamson went down with an ACL tear <laughs> last Thursday, I mean, come on, guys. Shocked the world. I mean, it killed. He got me. What do you guys think? What, what was going through your minds when Avery Williamson went down? He plays for the Jets. He's a linebacker, by the way, if you guys are wondering. I, I know. I'm uh, also breaking news. I am on the Jets bandwagon this year, so I'll be wearing of course a, you are. <laughs> a green shirt that says Jets, Jets, Jets. But yeah, when you lose your number one defensive keeper that averaged 6.2 points last year, that's devastating. Like, I, I mean, Slack blew up, hashtag this, hashtag that. I mean, I could. I could barely eat my Popeye's chicken sandwich without just spitting it all over the wall. Justin, what's your take? Because that's a pretty big that's a pretty big take, bud. Yeah, it was crushing. It was crushing. So, and I know he got me thought about. Well, actually, I think he threw it out there. You know, we've got to have different rules when this kind of stuff happens. Thoughts to the league. Um, I mean, it's big. It's a big deal for his team. Keeper like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And well, I was I was one of the strongest proponents like no we can't change this rule you chose those keepers you gotta whoever you chose that's who you're keeping and i'm sticking with it okay okay well before we, we might need to cut that part out but we'll check that out later <laughs> all right so some other big news that i don't know this one was probably less under the radar and i don't know if you guys heard about it but Andrew Luck retired oh. on Saturday. Wait. What? Where? No, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. <laughs> he's, um, so that's fake, fake news? Fake news? No, no, that's, that's real. But. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, that was, but, uh... Where were you and what were you thinking when that happened? So let me paint you guys a picture. <laughs> so my, uh, the, uh, the second two weeks of August are pretty busy for us here in the McVeigh house. What's up, bro? Just take him out with if it's 10 minutes. I did. Okay. Um, birthday, birthday's on the 17th. So we are. Right, happy know. birthday, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, you. I, yeah. I know I'm we old. all told you that, but. I'm an yeah. old guy. I saw it on there. Hey, Cole. What's up? CJ says, what's up? Hi. Uh, so, you know, went uh, whitewater rafting on the 12th, sushi on the 16th, dinner with Anna on the 17th, anniversary on the 25th. So, wow. We're, uh, it's a busy two weeks. Um, 
we went out and had some dessert together, had some dinner, had some anniversary stuff. It was great. You know, cruising home, I'm like, ah, oh, top of the world. Checking out the Instagram, I'm all, haha, what a bunch of a-holes making a joke that Andrew Luck is retiring. Haha. ESPN News. Haha, you guys, you guys all got jokes because it's. <laughs> no! Uh, there were some highs and lows. I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was, uh, was upset. Real, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, I was going through the, the seven stages of grief. I mean, I was bewildered, befuddled. I mean, I was depressed. I cried a little bit. You know, we, I kind of hunkered down in the corner and just was like, no, it's not real. It's gonna, and then like that game and he's all, did he sound like products? We're Charles, you know, I'm the architect. I was like, bro, bro, what's next? Le'Veon Bell's out. Knock on wood, quick, someone, please. Well, it's not like you've lost another keeper this year. I mean, right, right. Runs. I mean, what? Do you have a statistic on that? How many? How many people have lost? Two players to retirement in the same season. No one ever. Well, definitely yeah. two keepers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the only person that's ever lost a player to retirement was Enzo when he lost Peyton Manning to retirement. <laughs> well, but that, but that was at the end of his career. Oh, no, he had cut Peyton Manning by then. Never mind. Yeah. Hey, and let's not get too ahead of ourselves because that may or may I'm not have too. something to do with the jibber jabber. Oh, we're doing jibber-jabber tonight. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, bud, that, that sucked. Justin, where were you? What were you doing when that came through? Um, Saturday. I, uh, well, actually, I think you were, before I saw a push notification, you sent it, you sent it out. You were, oh, yeah. you were I got my people. Quick. And right after that, I think everyone then Googled just to make sure that it was accurate. And when it was... Uh, I was just home here, and I jumped on. I jumped on the the the, the Twitter just to to listen to the news conference to kind of really see what was going through his head, and, and it was sad, man. Yeah, it was. It was sad. I I feel for the guy. Like it just he's been through so much, and he's just mentally spent. And those injuries are tough, man. Like yeah, just, he's gonna he's well, really gonna have a hard time uh, sleeping on that giant pile of money he's got. Well, yeah, so, I mean, his wife's obviously going to have to get a job to make ends meet now. I mean, right, right. Made, like, what, $100 million? Like, you can't live off of that. You can't. Not comfortably. Hello? Well, Jesus. I think being that it was a Saturday night and it was so random that it happened, uh, most, most of the fantasy football world was drafting, you know, Friday or Saturday night <laughs> or last week. Um, we're, we're, a little bit, we're a little bit later, which, you know, it's... It, Obviously, with the keeper league, it wouldn't have affected as much. By I, design, I, yeah. But I heard that I heard the stories of the guys that were, you know, literally drafted him thirty minutes prior, you know, <laughs> in their draft, and then it comes down, or you know, just the change to all of it. Because <laughs> as unfortunate as it is for Bud to have two keepers retire, he also has T. Y. Hilton, who is a top ten wide receiver. The odds of that happening on one fantasy football team 
is incredible. So, you know, there's just the domino effect of all of it. Did you, did you, did you see how far T Y Hilton fell in the rankings after that? Up like ten points. But why did he keep that guy? He, I would have dropped him. I know, right? It wasn't like he was my best-rated keeper at the time. Please. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> it was just shocking. And then to just not hear from Bud for a couple of days just added to it all. And um, it was it was pretty comical. But well, I was really like after I saw some people getting in there, and nobody was real. I think everybody was pretty uh, had the kid gloves on because it could have got a lot worse. And I, I didn't, I honestly didn't see it until like ten or ten fifteen. And I didn't want to send something back and be like, "Oh, f you guys, I'm gonna still win it," or and then like have the slack blow up for an hour and a half when we're watching a movie and having some my, champagne or whatever. So my favorite slack was from, from Hawk Attack, who's been a little quiet, but for him to say that he looked to the power rankings to see how far this could uh, could drop you and then <laughs> <laughs> that stung a little bit. And yeah, then those, noticed those bastards at League Illustrated screwed you over earlier that day. I don't know what the heck's going on. Yep. No but love. You have no idea no, what I'm talking about, do you? I don't. No love for the <laughs> hip hop. Oh no, you can just leave him up there. Thank you. All right. So here's here's just to finish up on the luck thing. Not that it's easy and it's gonna be a problem for a while for some of us, but it really impacts hip hop apotamus, Irish puddles, and hip hop apotamus in that order. So I mean. <laughs> That sucks for T.Y. You brought up the Cowboy, but it's like you've also got, I mean, Marlon Mack. You know, I don't know. What do you guys think? Duck Cowboy, what do you think is going to – is this a good thing or is it a bad thing? What is this? The Mack situation is, is a big deal. And, uh, you know, we get to some of this a little bit later as far as the off seasons and who's had the best and the worst. But it was a tough one for IP. He's uh, – He's looking at Mac as a keeper who who right now is is everything just changed and uh and he's got a holdout that really looks to be like it could go for the whole year so um, you know it's not just it's not just luck t y and and uh and bud is taking a hit here um you know i think that i think it's a big hit for i p there's somebody else that has a holdout problem too, right? I'm trying to think of who that was. Who's got Who's got you, Clowney? I can't remember. Maybe it's not him. Was he? Know. No, he wasn't a keeper. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who the other the other idiot that kept the guy that somebody probably offered him tons for and didn't take. Right. It. No. Well, that's what. Yeah, somebody kept that Darius Rucker <laughs> as a IDP as a defensive player. Yeah. So he's well. If you guys are referring to Zeke, I think that's going to be fine. I think that's going to be fine, but I will say that I did reach out to a handful of people right before the deadline uh, to float him, float him Zeke, and there was... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm pretty sure there's somebody that floated an offer out to you oh, that heard nothing back <laughs> the next day. Almost positive. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want these problems. So, but yeah, there's very little interest. Well, there was a lot over here. Just saying. The other piece of the Colts situation. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> my boy, my boy, my boy, Darius Leonard uh, is now going to have another 10 tackles per game. So I think his tackle total is going to go up to like 35 per game because there the defense is going to be. Yep, that's helpful for Hawk Attack. Yep. Yeah. It. It's a big deal, all because of Andrew Luck. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. So Antonio Brown, I think they've got it sorted out, but that's a pretty big deal too. Like, is he going to be a drama queen the whole time he's in in Oakland and create problems for Bo- for Boston? Because Boston can't afford to have problems, you know. I mean, I would like to think that he's going to, but I think he's just getting it out of his system now, and he is going to be a maniac. I think it's going to be a resurgence. Wow. Yeah, it's on. I don't like where you're going with this. He's got no cold weather games. It's all down there in the old uh, Oakland, I guess it's fog, but not sun. He's a Boston Strangler, and he's a Raider. I hate him. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, that's a a direct shot, but I I do kind (laughs) of – I yep. do, I I too kind of think that this is a this isn't a, a big story. I I'm almost convinced that the Cowboys situation and the Raiders situation with these star players is more than anything. They know that they're going to be back and everything's going to be fine, but they've been dominating headlines for a month or two now, and it's also a way that these guys can sit out of training camp, not playing any of these crappy preseason games, the stars, uh, and then just be ready to go. I think they're kind of intertwined, and maybe that's uh, conspiracy theory a little bit, but I just think there's a lot to these big brands um, kind of getting creative with the way that they keep their, you know, their, 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 their names in, the, in the, every single radio slot, TV, it's the Cowboys and, and, and the Raiders. So I think that both are non-stories. They're both going to have – uh, both Zeke and Brown are going to have a big year. My only problem when these things happen, if they're still if they're still practicing and getting the reps and getting banged around, then yeah, I would believe that a little bit. But my problem is like, if you're not getting beat up and going full speed and doing the, the everything, you get those soft tissue injuries right out of the gate, and you kind of just struggle with that all year. That's the only thing I worry about with this nonsense. But that's not me. I got my own problems, so. Right, yeah, like the problem where you've got the uh, the same mustache as Antonio Brown. I see. I no, everyone at home can't see, it, but we see that you bleached that mustache. Oh, no, it's not bleach. <laughs> She's getting gray. <laughs> I see a little. I, I see. I, I see a little tinge off white in there. I see what's happening. I wish I could pull that off. I, I agree with you, CJ, but the other side of this is AJ Green and Lamar Miller. So you know, which way do you go? I'd much, I'd, <laughs> I have to say that, though. <laughs> be, be, health, be healthy week one, regardless of getting hit or not. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm all, they're gonna, they'll be just fine. They're pros. He knows what to do. If Carr can get him the ball, he's going to be all pro again and go crazy. Okay, last thing I'm going to say, just so just everyone knows off. this, is over the past year, Bud has dealt with no Le'Veon Bell, Gronk retiring, Andrew Luck retiring, and T.Y. Hilton sucking. And that's just a prediction because he's 
I don't believe in what they're saying about Jacoby Brissett. He needs the long ball. I don't know if Joe, Jacoby Brissett can do that. He certainly is is a downgrade from Andrew Luck. That sucks, bud. I feel for you, but I'm glad you're in the East. It helps me out. Anything that I can do because I got my own problems, like I said earlier. Let's move on. How do we handle lost keepers? Okay, so that's we got to talk about this because this is going to be something that we have to address this week. So I'm just going to just to remind everybody a little bit. In 2014, Kelvin Benjamin goes down in the last week, the last the last preseason game, and then EZ replaces him with does anyone remember? You're not going to remember. Jordan what? Matthews. Oh, gorgeous. Okay. Right? Great. And then in 2015, Jordan. Hold on, hold on, no. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Did he, did, did he drop him or was he allowed to just move him to an IR spot? Oh, I think no. it was like a commissioner's exempt list. It was, uh, so how we handled that and how we handled the, the this has happened twice. Oh, let me put it that way. So mm-hmm. what, what we did was you had to drop this player. And then if you won them back, you had to draft them. It wasn't like an IR move or anything like that. Because in 2015, I lost Jordy Nelson, and I chose to, to keep Jordy Nelson. And I put him on injured reserve and then had to draft another player right out of the gate. So that's, that's totally different. Um, and then this happened again in 2017 when Products lost Edelman and had to mm-hmm. replace him with Pierre Garçon, which, you know not ideal players to replace these guys with like it doesn't there's no advantage at the end of the day Mm -hmm. but but that's what it is so we look at the situation with avery williamson and andrew luck i mean it's all fun and games we make fun like you know it's a bummer for he got me he lost the guy but that's serious like that's a keeper like you're you're going into the draft with, with one less player than everyone else like these are these are serious situations that we have to figure out how do we deal with. <clears throat> and we talked about in the, just to remind everyone in Huntington beach, we, we asked, we did a, we, we talked about a rule where you could have an injured reserve player. So if you lost somebody, you could replace that player with said player that you designated as your IR guy, right? Whatever that, whatever that is. And, you know, people can say, well, what if I, I'm not going to put a quarterback up there or whatever in, in Bud's case, but it's like, well, in most cases, if like for me, if Aaron Rodgers goes on IR, I'm not dropping Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like I'm still going right. to keep him and put him on my IR. But in this case for Bud, he can't. But then in Avery, in, in um, he got me situation, which is also unique. Yep. He didn't have anybody left on his cut list. He, he only had one IDP player. So what do we do? Because we we agreed that we would do these cuts. And in the past, you had your whole roster, so you had all these other players you could, you could look at. But what do we do? I don't know. Like, that's that's the debate. What do you guys think? So, CJ, so just speaking in total hypotheticals. <laughs> yeah. If, if Aaron Rodgers would have retired – would you have kept him on your IR? Do I have any wiggle room? What can I do? Well, that's the thing. If I like in my case, I'm I'm 100% screwed in my mind because I don't have another quarterback on my roster. I don't. I don't have anybody else. So how could I? How could I say I have an option? You know what I mean? Like I'm just. It's just that is what it is. 
Now, in your case, you have Matt Ryan, and that's what we that's what we have to decide as a league. Like, how do we handle this stuff? Because this is unique. But then for but then it goes back to he got me. This sucks for he got me because he didn't have another guy on. He didn't have another ID. Yeah. Well, and we've had a handful of them, and you're correct. And I think the first couple times the commissioner stepped in, and and at the time I remember you asking the league, "How do you guys feel if we?" you know, do this for end zone and everyone voted and it was fine. I think the same thing happened with Edelman and, and products, but then you're right. It was addressed. And that's why we went to roster cuts and to narrow them down strategically. And I think that he got me's case. He didn't narrow it down strategically. I think that there were, I don't remember what I said, maybe six, six uh, franchises out there that did keep a backup, IDP, should anything happen, all leading up to keepers. Now, what we get into, which is, is, which is a strategic approach that a lot of people should look at next year, just so that you're protected kind of yep. everywhere. Yep. Not trading off all of your very last assets for picks because you might need to hold on to one should someone get injured, something happen, i.e. the A.J. Green situation. And you still had some people that were keepable material. But once we get past that keeper date, and they're set, you know, in Bud's situation now. <laughs> I mean, a, I, a retirement. I get, yeah, that's a freak. Like, I don't, in the life of this league, I don't think that'll happen again. Like, no. so, I mean, I, I definitely think somebody. He's 29 has, years old. There's no, no one would think for a second that he's right. retire. Right. And he barely played last year. So it's like, oh, he's got some time. He's got less wear and tear in his body. But, yeah, I mean, he was the comeback player of the year last year. Yeah. I, my, think, I, I think I started Matt Ryan too many times when it, Andrew Luck had come back. So my, uh, my point is, though, is I think that we're in a pretty good place with it because he got me if he would have kept a, a second IDP player. It was the injury happened before keeper cuts, and he would have been able to piece someone else in there. Um, it's just the freak situation that uh, well, for, is out for there. He got me, for he got me, it, hap- it couldn't have happened at a worse time, though, because it happened, I think, on a Wednesday after trading ended and before keepers. So, mm. But you have to keep them on your roster. I, it's I, like I, I get you. I'm with you 100%. And, you know, and, 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 that, and that's where it's like, I just don't know what our options are. Like, I think We've set a precedent for for if you have somebody on your roster, but we we what would do otherwise? Like the, like my like I look at it from my point of view. I kept three IDP players at the roster cut of ten down to ten, Correct. hoping that somebody gets an injury <laughs> when I'm the prettiest girl at the bar. You know what I mean? Like that. I agree. You know that's that's what I was I was hoping would happen. I ended up getting to trade one of them, but yeah, like so it's like I can't. I, I, I it puts us in just a weird spot, but I feel bad for for he got me at the same time because it, it's just a it's a total bummer. But I guess it is what it is. I, I I'm just yeah, I'd be interested to hear all the feedback from from everyone because I think, like I said, the first two times it happened, there was a government commissioner bailout plan. <laughs> that, that was in that was in effect, and I think we all voted on it, and it was fine. But we've put stop gaps, kind of you know procedures in place since then, and it's crazy that we found ourselves in situations. This situation is <laughs> like like these. Um, 
Because but, I remember saying, I remember when we talked about it, when we said, do we want to have an IR reserve? We said no, because we can just make an exception as they come up. That was, I, I, I vividly remember that thinking, oh, great. That means I'm going to have to make a freaking exception again. <laughs> that's, that's all I was thinking. And now it's like, well, Bud happens to have, you know, an extra quarterback on his roster but he hasn't said anything. And then he got me is just like, what the F am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, yeah, I got this guy that I didn't really want in the first place, but now I don't get him at all. And gosh, dang it. Oh, well. Well, and I think the, I think the unfortunate thing for me is everybody would like, I think everybody would be like, well, yeah, you should probably just redraft somebody and not do Matt Ryan as a keeper. So I don't, even yeah, is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> I don't, and that's the thing I didn't I didn't realize I had an option to do anything else. So I've already, I've got some slots in the draft that I'm eyeballing some, uh, well, some top thirty five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess all jokes aside, it's it's true. Everyone should think about if it was their quarterback keeper on Saturday that retired, and if there should be an exception of some sort. Let's see what the people say. I mean, that's what yeah. it's about, right? Um, I don't know. It's, and it's, it's, and it's, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it's a freak thing and I wasn't, I mean, I honestly was just crossed them off my roster and was like, well, I'm going to have to make something happen. And, you know, when late well, in the draft I mean, after in, you know, in just pick up somebody on the waiver wire in the first week or whatever. And so it's not, well, you but know, it's, rem it's, rem it's reminiscent of your championship run where you kept a defense and two quarterbacks, right? Kind of the same thing. I mean, yeah. I did tell people 2014 in the uh, Chinese calendar is similar to 2019, so. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll move on. We got to figure this out. We can talk about it. On Wait, one, one last thing. I did want to agree that I also strategically kept three defensive players. Good job. You had Khalil Mack. You only had two, I'm pretty sure, the whole time. But that's cool. Like, still, yep. you had two. I was in charge I, of I my cut. I'm knocking down your door, by the way. It's surprising me, but whatever. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about best and worst offseason and why. And we'll start with you, bud. Just, I'd love to hear your take on who had the what you consider the best offseason and then the worst offseason. Um. I didn't, uh, since I'm not a huge trade guy in the offseason, I saw a lot of chatter, a lot of, lot of chatter from He Got Me and Boston Strangler. So I give them the best oh. offseason. Um, worst, IP, because he says, go fuck yourself too much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good reason. I mean, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't have anything constructive to say, just so... Okay, so, so what you're trying to, is, yep. You're saying he got me had the best off season and Irish puddles had the worst. The, well, he got me ties with Boston. Okay, so they're tied at the top. Okay. Yes, yep. All right, that's that's good. I mean, that's that's not what I was expecting. Um, but yeah, Justin, what do you think? Best and worst off season and why? <laughs> I like the criteria. Oh, and by, but hey, by the way, bud, thanks for all the research. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I I tried to slide into the Slack and see where I could look at some different trades and shit, but there's so 
so many photos in there that I just I couldn't I couldn't get past the last two weeks. So yeah, yeah. Once you get behind, well, I think that for the best off season, uh, I think Boston absolutely did a, a really good job of improving his team. Um, but I'm still going to give this to products. I think we talked. About about this a little mm. bit um products made a couple of trades that are that are game changers and not only that i think he's sitting at number two if i remember from the power rankings in uh in draft capital so he's coming into a, a pretty loaded draft on top of that good team uh, so i think without question he probably did the best in the offseason and bud you just got shit on so uh unfortunately you had the worst and a lot of it was not your fault so uh, I don't think that there's any. I don't think there's any team that you could look at that had a worse off season than the Gronk Luck Ty by association. Um, so, well, unfortunately, if we're going off of that kind of championship weird, <laughs> weird stuff, then from a worst, I would strangely agree with with Bud actually on all of his what he said, except he got me. But I think that. Irish Puddles had a rough off season. Like I, I think if you're if you're looking at this year, right? I, I he's he's done some good things for you know he's in love with mid round draft picks and all that stuff, and that's great. And he's got a ton of them next year. It's pretty amazing. Um, but his team went from June to August, and I mean it torpedoed. He's in he's in trouble. Like with the luck change i think that changes that whole offensive scheme with melvin gordon he's not going to play i mean who knows when he's going to come back I, I don't see i don't see the the you know like just statistically and you know what we've seen historically you're not going to see mahomes do what he did last year it's just yeah i'm worried about i'm worried about ip and i'm worried about the the slack attacks and the like it's going to be a rough season for all of us for sure. But then when I look at who did the best, I think, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to think between, uh, you know, you talked about uh, products and, and I would agree with that. And I think Boston Stranglers, you know, if, if he wins, if he wins five games, he's improved 500%. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's really hard to, nobody yeah. in the league can improve 500%. I'd have to win 50 games. True. Improve five hundred percent. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> oh, well, did you catch that? So uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. But I don't know. What else? Anything else before we move on? This is the next ones we're talking about. Division winners next. So yeah, you guys ready for this? I'm all ready. Okay, yep. Dustin, you're going first. Who's going to win the divisions? Can't be your team. Don't insult me by saying Duck Cowboy. Get your pins out. Put this in pen. All right, well, the East, honestly, is not too hard to break down. So just going off the power rankings alone, uh, the West had, what, six of the I – think, I think you were the only one in the top six. So we had five of the top six, right? So yeah, all of them – I, I would tell you that five of the six teams in the East would disagree with the rankings, but, yeah. Whoa, well, how about six? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Losers. So I think Donk came in at, at number two and, and um, Hawk Attack was, was number seven. So if we're looking at kind of those two teams, I, I think that I think that Donk, Badonk has a, you know, has a path to winning it again. Unless something crazy happens, you never know. Someone could retire. You never or something. know. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then I think the West, uh, and this isn't going to change too much. I mean, we look at at Irish Puddles, and I agree. He he did more harm to his team than good this year. If he had just sat tight, I think he'd probably be in a better situation. I can tell you for sure he is the individual who has spent the most hours uh, <laughs> over the last however many months looking at his team and trying to come up with ways. And I think that it might be a little bit of paralysis by analysis or just making moves to make moves. And uh, I think that draft capital has improved a bit, but he's got a pretty volatile team and we don't know what's going to happen with obj no, he's one he's one injury away or one uh i just don't like cleveland anymore to kind of turn that whole franchise into yeah and, and so. it'd be kind of like it'd be like the equivalent of dropping off slack for a month that's obj like, <laughs> like, <laughs> almost too ironic or something yep yep <laughs> just dropping a a tough night photo here and there to let people know he's still alive yeah, that no. is OPJ for sure. No, no doubt. And I'll uh, I'll throw a nod uh, to the current champ because I think that his uh, draft capital. I mean, this guy picks six times something before my second pick. Like he's got <laughs> he's got a draft set up that he could really make some noise with. But uh, you know, but the keepers, he's you know a little suspect, which is where such a majority of the uh, the um, the points come from, but, uh, you know, he's done it once before, uh, he might make a, a push in the West, but again, I think, uh, products, uh, is probably my choice just based off the things that I said prior. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the only thing I'd say about bungle, and this is probably giving away too much. I think that bench burgers are going are a killer and they are a, they're something that make you react in a way that you don't, normally want to when you have that many high picks you went you know it's not his fault it's still a good thing for sure but you start dealing with the bench burgers and i hope he watches out for that don't don't let it mess up your mind you know what i mean what do you think bud uh so i went a little different direction um <laughs> as i was uh as i was pouring through the the data that does provided in the document section of slack <laughs> There's couple, like four things in there. Couple, uh, couple of things that I printed out. Um, <laughs> so for my uh, winner of the West, really, really diving into who uh, this uh, this overrated side of the uh, battle over the Willamette. Um, the winner of the West, I'm going with uh, Great Odin's Raven. Ooh. Not a not a tough choice. One thing that I think is overlooked by a lot of people, Great Odin's Raven has three guys with the last name Jones. <laughs> really? Wait, you've got Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, and oh, Dion Jones. That's so that, that by it, there is no other team in this entire league that competes with three of the same last names. So 
Also, I did, I did some other math based on some other things, and he, he was right up there with that, too. So the, uh, the, Joneses, the Joneses pushed it over the edge. Um, looking at the, uh, the East, um, I'm, uh, I'm going with my heart on this one. I'm going Hawk Attack. The only guy that was caring enough to reach out to see how I was doing in my time of need mm. That guy gets my nod. He also made the playoffs last year, and so it's. But he's, he's got but, a bunch of guys that look like they could play for the Seahawks, and one guy that does. Done. But I, that guy's I'm, that guy's in seven other leagues. I mean, he knows his football. I, I'm insulted by that comment. I look out for you more than anybody in the league. <laughs> all he wants is a photo op so he yep. can put something on there yep. for. That was, to that was, <laughs> yep. I'm not going out throwing out stuff and then. It, you know, using it to like boost my, you know, viewership or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was south of Seattle news. That was not uh, hawk attack. <laughs> that yeah, was true, true, stuff. true, true, true. Clickbait, hot story for clickbait. Hot bait for click story. Yep. So, oh yeah. So all right. going great Otis Raven and hawk attack. All right, that's good. All right, well, moving on. So let's talk about. Well, we were going to have a segment that's now that's called movie. Balls, but... Bud's Balls! <laughs> balls is an acronym for something. What's the what's it for, acronym for? We're still uh, workshopping the title. We just we wanted to get the name. Uh, we trademarked it. Uh, we're going we're gonna to work back with the, uh, the hip-hop staff and see what uh, Cole, Luke, and Hudson can come up with. We're going to spitball some things later. Usually you come up with a vision or something like that and then make an acronym but you guys go with the yeah. acronym and let's work it else out later it's almost 2020 we're starting with the end product and working back and making it great so <laughs> okay that's that's fair well let's yep. do a little uh justin's jibber jabber just 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 justin justin's jibber jabber all right what do you got so this Andrew Luck situation got me reflecting a little bit because it was, wow, you know, this has got to be uncharted territory, unprecedented, right? But really, it's not that unprecedented. The retirement piece was big, but it got me thinking of other guys from a fantasy perspective that are on your team one day and then gone. Productive folks. Uh, and I got a list of probably about six or seven of them. I'm curious if you guys uh, have some ideas. Some are recent, some are from a bit back. Um, so Andrew Luck, obviously, I think probably the biggest one, just the way that it went down. But you guys care to guess for any of these other fantasy guys? And it's amazing Gronk. how many of Gronk. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. So Calvin Johnson's a big one. I mean, th- he he was a keeper yeah. of, my, of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he retired in February. Agreed. But when you're building keeper rosters and you don't get a chance to move someone before you sit on the grenade, yeah, <laughs> it hurts your team. Sets them back. Yeah, no, for sure. And well, yeah. I mean, then there's Gronk, and that's on Bud again. And then what are the what are some other ones? I can't think of anyone else. I'm trying to think of someone else. There's a couple of big ones. Recently, like in our, since our league's been around. Oh yeah, really? Uh, well, no. We say our league. 
Peyton you, 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 you and I. No, Peyton, I think, was retiring. Like someone that retired unexpectedly? Yeah, no, I mean, just, you know, you lose someone. Ray Rice was a big one. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, that was a big one. Okay. That was who had was that you also? That you have a you well, have a character issue on your team. Well, the reason I remember all of these is because yeah, I've owned them all at one point. <laughs> There's still a really big one out there, and uh, uh, Tony Gonzalez. No, no. Young guy. Clo close, close though with the position. Oh, a tight end. Oh, uh, from the uh, Cowboys. No, not Jason Witten. No? Come on, guys. You're better than this. I'm I'm not, but CJ definitely is. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of it. I had this guy also as a keeper. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, oh come on. That doesn't count. How does that not count? Well, I guess it does, but I don't think he was anyone's keeper at the time. I think he was still second fiddle to Gronk during that time, and he was good, but not like a keeper. No. Oh, absolutely. He was on my team, and this was when you oh, and I were playing. Okay. And he was a keeper, and he was good. Gosh, dang it. Yeah, okay, well, those are the ones. Those are the ones that went away fully. I'd say that the other news that jumped and just kind of took people, punch you in the in the gut, was the Hunt situation as well as right. the Zeke, the Zeke situation. Yeah, so I've landed on all of them in one way, shape, or another, except for this Luck situation. And thank you that the Luck came around this time, and because uh, I traded, I would have traded Bud a lot, and we had some discussions, and he held on to him. Hey yeah, Bud, let's, yeah. let's you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. Yep, Bud, yep. how many huge offers have you had for Le'Veon and Luck and Gronk over the years? Like just I, there off the top of your head, there haven't been any for Gronk. I think I was uh, I was tricked into uh, getting him at the uh, sunset of his career, and so that. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was good for one season, then he crapped out the rest of the time, and that's on me. But uh, there's uh, there's been significant offers on the table for uh, for Luck and for um, for Le'Veon Bell. So, but How not, never took any of those. Never, Le'Veon Bell had never had as little value as he did last year. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I told myself I'm going to sit through this. And just rake it in next year when he scores forty-two a game. So okay, after he takes a year off, then you think you'll trade him? Nope, nope. He's uh, he he is gonna retire next year, so I can have my swan song. <laughs> on uh, two two years in a row, having one of my best players retire. So on on the other side of things, though, luck never had higher value than last year. Right after sitting out an entire year before you could have cashed in on that one big and i know it would have been multiple first rounders and players i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna lie hindsight is 2020 i'm kicking myself quite a bit and it was like this some bitch gonna pay off this year god <laughs> so that's what you get you greedy bastard yep i uh i do not have an eye for uh dropping talent before they turn into a turd so i offered you the farm yeah, yep. For Gurley, both of those guys. Gur Gurley was in there somewhere and <laughs> some other things. And, oh, you know. my gosh. Yeah, it's just funny how things work out. Okay, what else is Justin's jibber-jabber? That's it. Nice and oh, short. Okay. Yeah, we're supposed to have a short one. 
Well, that was that was pretty short. Okay, great. So hey, that was listen. that was real good. Nice. That, that was good, and you know what? But I, I I'm sorry for all your 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 plight over nope. the last hey. year. Right. It's been rough. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. I mean, I hope you settle at the bottom of the East because it helps me. But okay, so let's talk about the draft day real quick, and then we'll we'll close up the podcast. See you in Bridge Bowl. It's Thursday. It's awesome. Are we talking reaction to power rankings? Oh, well, we can. I just didn't know if we had time. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? Okay, let's do it. You brought it up. We got to do it. Quickly. And I, and I, said, and I said five, five of the, you know, the top six uh, were in the West, which I think we all know. Um, yeah. Number yeah. one and number two, as far as draft capital, um, Pro and Bungo, both in the West also. So the West is the best and getting stronger. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And, uh, I'd say that the third reaction is that it's nice to be number one, <laughs> but it's such a long season and it means nothing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like same old, same old with you. You know what I mean? This is the year. <laughs> what do you think, bud? What are you, what's your, you probably didn't even see him. So I did. I looked, uh, I printed it out so I could see who was no, West that's and East. Not the, that's not the power rankings. That's the final keepers. No, but I, I scrolled on it. So I see, but, uh, <laughs> but it does, it looks like uh, the West does is somewhat lopsidedly heavy. Uh, two words, fake news. So <laughs> you can't, there's no. a, there's a conspiracy from the league office to prop up the West. Uh, and, and to downplay the East. It's the opposite of the East Coast bias. It's the West Coast bias in the Battle of the Lamet. Second. Why, why would the league office want that? It's a good question. Because there is more opportunity for trademarks and uh, hashtag revenue coming out of the West. That's that's hard to ignore. You're, there is, you're there right. is, if Way you, more marketable. If you go, if you go into the Slack hashtags and see who is on there talking shit all the time, it's the West. It's all the West. The East is just trying to hunker down, take care of business, retooling stuff, getting real good people to retire, and just trying to get after it. Cam Newton, come on. Too um, much loyalty in the East. Is that what you're saying? They can't got the guys till they just drop out of the league. Yep. And I uh, last takeaway from this, um, I feel bad, end zone. Every guy on your roster looks like they're going to have an injury. <laughs> it just <laughs> the look, the look How on the they look like that. The look on their faces, <laughs> ripe, ripe. Not a career ending. Just. They're gonna. Each one is gonna be out four to five games, oh. and it's just I can see okay. the look on their face. All right, that's all well, I got. All right, well that's something. Well, what let's, you got? Let's see, let's get into the draft. Woo! <laughs> one last piece because when you brought up Gore, it got me thinking. Like, is there a better team out there that doesn't get talked about? No, it's not tooting no. his own horn. And and I don't know why that is. I'm trying to kind of figure. I mean, obviously he's. You know, he's not the most vocal person on Slack, but we can still look at everyone's keepers. And for whatever reason, and he ends up in the top of the power rankings constantly. But for whatever reason, that's probably the best team that's out there that just doesn't get discussed much. Yeah, but we're, we're listen, maybe this year, I think we're just all tired of talking about how great Gore is and him never, 
you know, Kevin Three is a bitter bull beast, but come on, like win a championship, you know? Come on, guy. Whoa, whoa. Uh, said said by the two time champ. Yeah, yeah, I thought I mean that with, with love. I mean that with love. <laughs> no, I I I honestly you know, no you know, if I, I don't like to give my own predictions, but I think that Gore's up there, if you ask me. Like that he's if he gets a run if if Aaron Jones can do his thing. He's gonna be good. I mean, I'm not sure what the James White thing's all about, but you know what? I, you gotta trust him. He's always at the top. He's always he's cons- he's more consistent than anybody. Obviously, he's been in the playoffs last five straight years. Only person to do that. So he's he's he knows what he's doing, and he keeps it quiet and steady. But yeah, he's he, once he wins, it could be ugly for us. You know. I mean, yeah. Well. We'll we'll see. I uh, I I think that if those running backs, it's just a running back versus wide receiver situation. I think the wide receivers are a little more vol- volatile. Vol- well, well, running back is harder to nail down. So I mean, I mean, they're more dime a dozen than they are running back. So you get two running backs. I agree. Julio and Thomas are pretty good wide receivers to have at those two spots. You know. Yeah, we will see. Uh, cut this part out, but is it getting darker by the minute in your uh, room? Yeah, are you good? got the mood lighting? What's happening back there? Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I, feel I, mean, it's, I mean, it's fine. I just didn't, like, bringing it down. For, it's 8 o'clock. I didn't know if part well, of it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> All right. So uh, it's dark in here. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the draft. <laughs> I, I think I think we can see you just fine. It was the background that was weird. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so listen, there's there's four. Wait, rules. wait, CJ, quick question. <laughs> Who are you taking in the 16th round? <laughs> well, if we had a 16th round, I'm li- I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I would take AJ Green. Oh, perfect. I wrote that down. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. All right. So there's four rules that I want everyone to remember. One, timeout for happiness. We know what that is, right? So how this works, if you flip out, panic, can't make a draft pick, and your time expires, the guy behind you jumps over you and is now up. Okay? They don't. You don't get the automatic next best player or anything like that. They jump in front of you. They select. Yep, and then when their pick is done, you've got 30 seconds to pick it. And if you don't, happens again, and then I'm going to fine you hard. So you won't know about the fine till later. Hard. So remember that one. And then remember, this is the most important one, and both of you can probably appreciate this most. Early is on time, right? So the the draft will not be delayed for anybody, right, including he got me. I think we proved that. We did the meeting without him. You know, um, like, yeah. we'll just start. So, are, are we going to be able to get this out early enough so IP can get his recording equipment there early enough to record the draft? The the good news is we don't have to record it. Let's not tell him that. Continue. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they could go through three or four hours of prep time and then realize. <laughs> it uh, and then the other thing is draft day trades. So you remember two years ago we voted that we could do draft day trades. No one's ever done one. But you get one, which means if you if you offer one or receive one, you get one. So if somebody offers you a stupid trade and then something else comes up, you can't participate. 
Ooh. Hold on. So if someone offers you some dumb shit, and no, you no, only if you pause the draft to do it. Okay. Well, you got to listen to it, right? Yeah, you can listen to it. Oh, so now it's so now it's dumb, and now I can't make a trade with no, anyone no, else. No. No, no. You so what happens if a if a team says I'm making a trade? Like when it gets to your turn, okay. And somebody's offered you a trade, or you've offered them a trade, and you say we're going to make a trade. The draft pauses for five minutes, where you guys can work out the details. So you got to get them done in advance. You can't. Yeah, we can't. We can't pause it fifteen times for five minutes. We'll never get done. You know what I mean? Like. I agree. We have so that's where it's like the the rule is you only get to be participate in one trade per draft. Understood. And the parameters of these trades, again, we're in uncharted territory here, so it can th there are no parameters. We we can do just as we do in in normal trading period, where we can go multiple draft picks for you know to move up. You know, three draft picks to move up to the second like, round or whatever. The only thing that I would say is you have to leave time for, like, I have to approve it. I have to make sure those drafts exist. And um, and does the uh, does the league need to know about this to make sure it's a fair trade? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, we don't have time to have – so the rule is the commissioner approval only, no LTC. Okay, okay. And oh, the reason we do that for timing clarify the reason that I would look at it is to make sure because I will tell you probably about 25% of the trades that come through to me that before they get approved they don't have the their draft picks right like I have to go back and say I mean yeah, probably, that's crazy. probably both of you have been involved in that at one point you know maybe not you duck cowboy but no, I'd like, find those people find you them you don't have that pick to trade so you guys need to work that out and then they go back and they figure it out you know what I mean like it just happens so I have to, like, look at that and make sure, like, because we can't have something be like, oh, I didn't realize you didn't have that trade. I'm or that pretty sure. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that that happened in a Andrew Luck trade that got overturned. <laughs> Could have. Yeah, actually, that did happen. <laughs> good, so, thing I, good thing I pulled that one back. <laughs> so even if, you're tr if you stop the draft, let me put it this way. If you stop the draft and you guys are negotiating, and you're working it out with the commission, that five minutes comes up, that we move on, and you you can't do any more trades that night. So you got to be prepared. That's the bottom line. We just can't have everybody mm -hmm. draft to do a trade. I'm using air quotes, bud. Trade. What are, what are the other uh, – so what else is going on? I yeah, and if you don't show up, or you miss the first round, you can't start your quarterback in week one. Ooh. So that wouldn't affect me. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brad, you don't have to show up. So. <laughs> 7.30. You'd be all right. I'm all, yeah, all right. my uh, third pick in the draft. Perfect. So then the, uh, um, so the pre-draft reception starts at 6 p.m., right? So people can start showing up at 6. Draft begins at 7, and we already talked about that. Rounds one through three will be two minutes per pick. Then we'll have a 15-minute break. Then four through six will be 90 seconds, and then we'll have a 90-minute or 90 or a 10-minute break. And then round seven through 11. So then it goes pretty fast from the end there. So should go. You know, I think it took us about two and a half hours last time. I don't see why it wouldn't take about that long this time. Question: Will there be a catering break? 
Well, that's the 15 minutes and 10 minutes. And then for those of us that have big gaps in between our, our picks, we got plenty of time. Okay. But that's why I say show up at 6, get something to eat, hang out, chat with everyone, you know, start getting a little drunk because that works out for people. And... Is there going to be a uh, best available option? Nope. Mm. We cut that out years ago after Bud won the championship. <laughs> That's why I was so confused that second draft. I was like, where's all that cheating stuff you had last time? I'm yeah, that was right terrible now. for you, too. You went like eight and five and scored like the second most points. So, yeah, screw you, bud. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Championship. <laughs> but that's it, guys. I think that's our podcast. Did we, did we miss anything? Are we going to be uh... – drafting via slack again like we did last year oh, oh yeah yes we will i think that's, that's super helpful for the commission so if i fall behind and getting things logged i can uh use that to make sure it's right you know i appreciate people trying to spell names as best as possible <laughs> you know <laughs> when it's not even close it's kind of hard i have to ask you know but yeah we'll use slack again because i think that helps everyone to see as the pick comes through um what's going on you know so it gives them a few extra seconds each time and so i think yeah that's what we'll do. i mean up on the screen so we'll have there we'll use the three screens at the owner's lounge in the middle we'll have the draft board so you'll be able to see every pick and then you'll be able to see who's on the clock who picked what player last and then who's up next and then on one screen you're going to have who's on, actually on the clock and who's up next, right, on a bigger screen so everyone knows, and then the clock will be on the other screen. So there'll be so We're not going to put Slack up? We're not going to put no. Slack up on the TV like we did the one time? Yeah, I wish we could, <laughs> but the problem with that is that uh, then I can't uh, negotiate any attempted trades <laughs> I've done in the past, and no one – it's so hard it to – yeah, it turned into a mess, though. You remember everyone was just throwing random goofy stuff up there. Yeah, we got to <laughs> But, you know, it's tough when you have so little time between picks. It is tough to do a trade. So, you know, I have people out there that are trying to tell me, like, hey, be ready. Be ready for a trade. I'm going to do a trade. It's like, all right, well, good luck out there because you really <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, I think that you should be – if there's trades, they need to be uh, – Kind of formulated right now, yeah, uh, and then just you and then just you just utilize the the day as pulling the trigger. All right, well that's it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody, man. I'm super excited. I can't wait to be in Portland on Thursday, and I'll be there till Saturday. And Saturday morning, we're headed to Idaho. We're you know going to hang out at the cabin and nice fun stuff. Yeah, super stoked, man. That's can't awesome. wait. Hey, uh, what, uh, what's Hawk Attack's plan? Is he uh, on a 12-hour in Oregon situation again? or? Oh, I think well, he, he's coming in on, uh, in the afternoon. If I remember him right, he said he's coming in on Thursday afternoon. And then he's, I think he's heading up to Seattle or oh, going camping or something. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah, so he is, he's he is staying the night, though. Uh, he is staying the night Thursday night, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal, because last time he uh yeah he was a turn and burn but i will i did hear that irish puddles bought his uh his ticket to the to the oregon auburn game oh in dallas you know uh, what a little he, premature yeah you know what he actually attempted to do he actually sent me a note move, move the draft 
Yeah, he asked me, so so when's the draft? Is is that like locked in? I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I, <laughs> we got two guys from California that are traveling up there. We've been talking about this for a freaking year and you want me to change it because you bought duck tickets? Like, dude, I'm I i do not know what to tell you, man. Sucks for you. Well, yeah, well all I know is he um he was gonna leave earlier in the day and so he had to move his flight to like a 10 p.m. or something like he could be got cutting it close to finish the i mean he's going out that night and if we start at seven it took two and a half hours i don't know when he's going to get to the airport uh, in time to kind of get out for his flight i think his last pick's in the seventh round or something though Ooh, dicey well we'll see and the other piece is is that judging from the last uh two or three drafts that irish puddles has been a part of i don't know <laughs> I don't know if they'd let him through the gate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be uh, interesting to see how he even if he even makes his flight. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, we got that going on. All right, guys. Hey, this is a great podcast, Taylor. Thank you for jumping in and yep. saving the day. You were awesome. Thanks very much. Really appreciate it. I, she must be asleep. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Taylor, you're awesome. Thanks so much. Hard to sleep through all that riveting yeah. conversation. She's uh, she's making some picks from her fantasy right there. Yep. So good work. <laughs> Love it. All right, all right, guys. See you Thursday. That was awesome fun. Can't wait. And I say good luck to your draft, but I probably wouldn't necessarily mean it. Maybe for you, Justin, but not for you. Oh, Division okay. rival, Thank man. You. You're a division rival. I don't want to. I don't want to be fake and West Coast bias. There it goes again. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. See you, Great. See you guys Thursday. See you guys Thursday. Peace out.